Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, storyteller. This week is a lot of combat, which means a shorter episode, but with a lot of action. So, let's get into it. In the time of myth, when gods and mortals walked creation together, flowing Delta, Ajax, and Godwin arrived at the location Birch had directed them to, only to find that they were not the first to arrive on the scene. Flowing Delta should make a dexterity plus stealth check. Assu- Unless he's just going to stroll right in like he owns the place. Can I hey, he's do that and make muscle. a charisma and socialize check? Or... That would definitely be presence. He is oh, presence. medium muscle. He's going he to is, stroll right in. He is medium muscles. That's what it's going to say on his headstone when he dies. <laughs> well, I guess I'll take a dexterity and survive or what was it stealth yeah dex and stealth all right always remember you can stunt using the uh bushes and natural terrain of the forest i crawl crawl along the ground and peer through the bushes excellent so take two dice that looks like six successes Now I'm going to roll their opposed check to determine uh, if someone's coming. They got two successes. Flowing Delta comes out of these bushes. He's uh, crawling around, and actually he gets the... First, he gets a view of this pyramid, which is a glistening golden Mesoamerican-style step pyramid. How did Godwin miss that? (laughs) The trees are really tall okay it is within the shadows of these trees oh dang these are super tall trees the trees that support the city aren't necessarily that strange in their height they're strange in terms of their positioning okay and so these are all like miles tall tree like some of them are miles tall not actually miles tall but hundreds and hundreds of feet and there is kind of a sprawling but dilapidated and wrecked plaza that seems to be similarly gold-plated kind of all around you. And then you see that there are two very distinct groups of people that have kind of gathered on either side of the main thoroughfare in this abandoned ancient town. One group appears to be a bunch of people who... Flowing Delta would recognize as being a band of bandits. Should have said a group of bandits. (laughs) In the area. And they have a distinctive uniform. What marks them as a group of bandits? They all have uh, a mark on their right shoulder that is a wolf skull with a sword through it. There are all of these people with... Wolf skull with swords through them, tattoos. So all these dudes live by the motto, sun's out, guns out. So (laughs) they're all wearing kind of tightly fitting leather armor. No sleeves, though, very boldly exposing those arms. A lot of them have arm guards, but they're definitely exposing their rippling deltoids. (laughs) Nice. So this group, and there is one person at the head of it who's kind of got 
shaggy black hair and a crooked scar along his face who is yelling at the leader of this second group, which appears a little bit more eclectic. Give me a wits plus lore roll to get a sense for who these people might be. Difficulty is going to be like two. It's not that hard. One, it's not that hard. Okay, I get four, I guess. That's two. All right, so that's two successes. These, generally speaking, there is kind of a large caravan at the back of these people's group. The general dress of the people who appear to be a part of the leadership. It looks like these are people who are associated with the guild, which means that among them are a couple of mercenary buddies you would recognize because the guild likes to hire mercenaries. But at the front of this group is an older gentleman who is wearing kind of finer clothes than the rest of the guildsmen who has stepped up and is kind of locking eyes with this bandit leader. What do you do? Wait, wait, where am I positioned? And You are hidden and on the outskirts kind of away from where they are. Kind of like, like in between on off to the side? Yes, relatively speaking. I go back to my employers to get get them and bring them. So what were Godwin and Ajax doing while he was away? Crying and embracing each other intimately. Ah, uh, no. You were <laughs> crying and embracing your pine cone intimately. I was pacing, worrying about what might be over there. Guy can dream. A guy can dream. So Flowing Delta arrives back to a steely and silent kind of tense situation uh guys um a battle's about to break out i think between a bunch of bandits and the guild mm. <clears throat> what are they who are those people and why are they here uh well they're bandits also i saw the huge glowing gold pyramid that you guys failed to tell me about which is really pretty but uh yeah it's a bunch of bandits which are bandits they kill and hurt people kind of what i fight most of the time and the other people are the guild which some of my mercenary buddies are working with right now and you didn't do your job of getting rid of them 15 percent is um, is seven symphonious chords with the guild i don't know who seven symphonious chords is <laughs> oh you'll know if seven symphonious chords is there he looks like a guy that could kick people in the face what does he look like a guy that could kick people in the face. There are lots of guys who can kick people in the face, like me. Now be more descriptive, please. Well, uh, he's got long brown hair and uh, green eyes, and uh, he's, he's, he's fairly pale, as far as I remember. I don't know. Do you guys want to go help the guild, though? Because I would rather not let my buddies die. I'm not paying your buddies 20%. The guild's here to take what we want, too. So we're not... I don't think we should take sides. Then how do you want to go about this? You're the mercenary. You've got the dire lance. Do you guys want to fight the guild? Yeah. Yeah? All right, I might be able to get some of my buddies onto our side. But that would also mean... Letting them take what they want from the pyramid. Well, if the entire pyramid's made of gold, I feel like we can spare a little bit of that richness to share. 
If they give us five stars on Yelp, I'll give them five I'm, blocks in the pyramid each. I'm pretty sure they can just take what they can carry because that would be more money for all of us if you think about it. I don't like to think about things, but I'll let it slide. That's kind of obvious. <laughs> Damn, that's savage. So, you guys ready to fight? Let's do this. I'll do it for Rizzo's pinecone. So you guys roll back up to the grizzled older person from the guild and the young uh, leader of the bandits are still pressed kind of like nose to nose against each other. Mm. And the bandit starts speaking. Look, I know that you've been sending your men to attack us. You've got to call it off. You seriously think that you can keep doing this and expect us not to retaliate? And then the guild representative responds oh sure boy we've been sending our men to attack you just like you've been sending your men to attack us in the middle of the night preposterous no 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 you're the only people who've been engaging in any sort of aggression here do you guys do anything you let this continue on oh i want to see how this goes yeah i'm interested to let it play out a little bit okay I just want to watch Quinn talk to himself in accent. <laughs> oh, right. Tell that to stream and cloud. Oh, <laughs> you can't. They're dead because you sent your dirty mercenaries to kill them. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sure that those are men that you simply planted there to catch us off guard. Y'all are too selfish and low-minded. Oh, Look over there. Who's that coming out of the woods? More mercenaries. I'm sure you hired to kill my good boys. And he then turns, kind of pulls out his sword that he keeps at his side and points it towards you guys as you guys are kind of coming out of the woods. I'm afraid that this is simply not going to do, boys. And... I don't know why I was about to mind putting a sword away. This is a completely audio format. (laughs) Yeah, so it looks like these two groups are just about to start going to town on each other. And you guys, because they're both assuming that you guys are the root, like, a, a third hired party who has come to attack them and whittle down their numbers. Uh, whoa, 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 guys. We're just here to get stuff from that giant golden pyramid oh yeah just like everybody else here indeed the guild has proper claim to this territory and you will recede you will step back now is that flowing delta over there how many wait how many people do i know that are in the crowd a handful like four or five okay yeah i think it is oh daniel donald guys it's me I bet we can take out all of them. Are you sure? Yeah. Let's fight. What's in it? What's in it for me? Uh, all the gold you can carry. You know I don't have an arm because I lost it because we have horrible... Accident. (laughs) Accident. Fun fact. Gold is actually significantly less valuable than silver or jade in this setting. Most people don't use gold as currency. Oh. 
Silver is the standard for the guild, and jade or jade script is the standard currency for the realm. Oh. People also trade in cowrie and some other currencies in different places. All the artifacts you can carry. <laughs> uh, sure, I don't see why I wouldn't want to do that. That sounds fine. What can you give me that's better than what the guild's giving me right now here? Wait, Delta? yeah, I've got like a pension plan. I got my 401k pretty solid right now, Floyd Delta. They took my wisdom teeth out. Wow. I'm your friend, guys. Really? No. no. I mean, we're all like mercenaries. So. We're like work friends at best, like water cooler friends, but like we're, not friend friends. Work frenemies, I mean, in any given case, we might be on opposite sides of any conflict. Like right now. I'm killing you guys first. <laughs> Okay, that sounds <laughs> like it's time to roll join combat. <laughs> so do we all join battle? Yes, we all join battle now. I have nine. Godwin can abstain. Godwin abstains. Uh, <laughs> Ajax, I feel like I'm going to pee my pants. So I have four successes on the join battle. Excellent. So your starting initiative is seven. Meanwhile, Godwin is slowly climbing into the pyramid, slowly and discreetly. So there's definitely going to have to be some checks that are made over the course of this. So actually, Godwin is going to need to roll join combat to determine when he acts in the flow of combat. Okay. Um, Flowing Delta got a 10 starting initiative, by the way. Okay, so I just roll. Roll your join combat, or your join battle pool, yeah. Oh, five. What do I have to beat, or what? Oh, you're, just- you're just rolling it, and then you're adding three to the number of successes you get. Oh, oh, dang. <laughs> three. <laughs> Zero successes. All right, so Godwin starts with a base initiative of three. Sounds about right. So um, an entire battle is one scene, right? Yes. Okay. Also, if you guys have any simple type charms, those take a basically a full combat turn to activate and use. Like uh, White Reaper form is it a is simple. Yeah. So the two groups of mercenaries, the bandits and the mercenaries, both got six for their base initiative. Now I am rolling for the bandit leader. Eek. The bandit leader got nine. What a guy. And now for the guild captain. And seven for the guild leader. Which means our starting order, at least so far at the top of the round, is Delta, then the bandit leader. Then Ajax and the guild leader act on the same turn. Then both of the battle groups. And then way down at the bottom is Godwin. (laughs) Hey! Alright, so what is Flowing Delta going to do? I get in White Reaper form. Uh, it's a it's a low stance with my spear held in both hands, pointing at in the general direction of the enemy. All right, you want to give a quick rundown of what all that does for the audience? White Reaper form is a group combat martial arts style that I use with this my dire lance. It grants me bonuses against fighting large groups of people every time I strike down a non-trivial person. I get a glowing white halo that surrounds my body and that I can consume with my other abilities to basically kill more people. Excellent. So make sure that you mark off those eight motes. That you, it's probably eight motes. I'm used to mm-hmm. form charms costing eight motes. 
And that puts a cap at the number of motes you're allowed to spend for the rest of the scene, basically, because you have to keep those committed. And are you spending personal or peripheral? Peripheral. All right, so your cast mark blossoms on your forehead, revealing to the party now that, hey, you're dealing with another solar exalt. But are his deltoids rippling? Yeah, they're mad rippling. Oh, oh, what? You think you think we're scared just because just because you're 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 glowing and you got you got a big old spear like that? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, sh- sure. Like like I'm scared. Why is your voice trembling then? This this is just how I naturally sound. Th- th- this is my normal voice. <laughs> then come fight me. Oh, I fucking will. I can- fucking do it. <laughs> fucking <laughs> So he draws his sword from his side, drops into a furious charge, putting forward his shoulder with his wolf skull tattoo, and just takes an aggressive wide swing upwards at you, trying to cut you down. What is your highest of your parry or your defense, or parry or evasion value? Six for parry. Six for parry. Okay, he's going to roll 11 dice and probably not beat that. I, I roll 11 dice? No, I'm rolling 11 oh, dice, okay. and he's trying to beat six successes. Okay. <laughs> Flat zeros. Damn, son. So he rolled like four tens, which means he got nine successes on his first roll, which means he got three rollover successes. So that's 13 minus the 10 from your soak, which means he's rolling three damage dice. Sounds painful. Every success he gets here reduces one point of his initiative. So you lose one point of initiative and he gains two. Your initiative value is currently nine. Oh, joint battle. Yes. And the bandits jumps to 11. All right, Ajax and the guild leader, whose name you do not currently know, are acting at the same time. I think I'm going to go ahead and... Attack the bandit leader because he's getting a little too high in his britches for me. All right, so I kind of do like a flip around while simultaneously pulling the ball off my back and pulling an arrow out of the quiver. Mm-hmm. And once I turn completely around, my arrow is aimed at him. Excellent. So that was a two dot stunt. So you get one automatic success and two bonus dice. Um, and I add that to my short bow, right? Yes, you are. Yeah, you're at short range. So, 15. Yep. This is a game where you roll too many dice. <laughs> too many dice. Too many dice. And then two more for... Oh, I see a lot of 10s. Would you look at the size of that 10? Would you look at the size of that 10? That's a 10. Ooh, that's a 10. Six, seven, eight, nine. So you got five threshold successes. He has a soak of eight, so take your damage value and subtract three dice from that, and then roll that. So the the fourteen or the four? The fourteen. 14. So subtract three. Yeah. So, so roll eleven. The four is your overwhelming value, which means you can never roll less than four damage dice. One. Ooh, that was rough. So you come at him hard, and what basically happens is your arrow is a about to strike him in the eye, and he manages to take up his sword and deflect it at the last possible second, and it goes flying into one of the trees behind him, leaving a large impact where your arrow went flying, and he breathes heavily and kind of readjusts his sword. Damn, he's so cool. So Ajax is now at 9 initiative. 
and the bandit leader is at 10. While you were doing that, the guild leader is going to grab a large wooden contraption at his side, which has a long golden nozzle and the mouth of a dragon at the end of it, and he is going to point it toward Flowing Delta. This is a flame piece, which is just a handheld flamethrower. (laughs) (laughs) An enormous gout of white-hot flame comes spewing out toward Delta, and he gets to roll... 11 dice as well. Your defense value is reduced by 1 because of onslaught penalties. Every time uh, you get attacked, or do you not take onslaught penalties? Because because White Reaper form is activated, it actually all onslaught penalties turn into bonuses for me. Alright, so you are at 7 defense then, because you have 1 onslaught penalty that... Oh, there it is. Um, oh, yeah, it's a, it becomes a bonus to my parry. And that that is a part of the form? Oh, never mind. It's part of... Uh... Revolving Crescent Defense. Can I cast that? You can It's use... reflexive. Yes. So I'll use four more emotes. All right. I don't think you even have to roll anything unless it tells you to roll something. All right. Well, he has to beat a seven with 11 dice. So probably not going to happen. But hey, it worked last time. So that is six successes, which means that activation took it from a definite hit to a complete miss. So describe how you get out of the way. Uh, using, I uh, swing around the bandit leader and push him towards the gout of flame. Awesome. He stumbles awkwardly and manages to pull himself just short. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, ah. All right. <laughs> Quinn's like, <laughs> fighting NPCs are never serious. <laughs> they always have the most ludicrous accents. <laughs> Well, because if I try to use samey voices, all you say is Quinn, all you do is talk shit about other people's accents. <laughs> I tried two relatively normal voices last time, and that's all I heard. <laughs> Alright, so now the battle groups are both going to attack, and they each get to attack all y'all, because they have a wide reach. Even me? Even Grodwin. <laughs> Grog. These militant groups each pull out a bunch of weapons and come charging in at all of y'all. Anyone who would like to activate or stunt any defense should do so right now. Mm, maybe not. Are they attacking all of us? Yes. Um, how much onslaught would that be? So the first time they attack you, like it's going to be two attacks, one for each group. The first time, it's two. The second time, it'll be three. Okay, I'll, I'll just parry. And anything from Godwin? Nothing. I've got nothing. Alright. I think he has a parry of five. Yep. And his evasion's four, so yeah, parry. Cool. Oh, boy. So, all of the guild mercenaries are tentative, initially. They know that Flowing Delta is, like, a pretty stand-up guy. He does jobs pretty well. And so they aren't really putting their heart into this. So the guild just ineffectually kind of pings at you guys while the bandits come up around at the same time and mount a vicious assault. Okay, so that's five successes, which means they hit everybody. Ooh, so against Flowing Delta, they got five. You're down to three. You are at the same level of initiative as Godwin now. I feel like a loser. (laughs) Join the club. 
Ajax. So they get to roll nine dice against you. Your old companion. And so that is four against Ajax, who drops down to five initiative. And Godwin has a five, right? Yep. So that's also nine against Godwin. Grandma needs a new pair of shoes. Uh-oh. 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 Stop! This is not bueno. That was... There's one there. There's another one there. Rip Godwin. Oh, dang. Um, so, I'm pretty sure that rules is written. Battle groups don't get to count tens as two. They just rolled, like, three tens, so Godwin isn't completely... As they say, creamed. However, he's pretty close. He is at negative three initiative, which means he's in initiative crash. Which Ladies means he gentlemen. is vulnerable. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've thought his noise, if you have thought that his voice was annoying up to now, there is hope in sight because <laughs> he might die. <laughs> but probably not. He's got ox body technique. Um, they don't actually do any damage to you, but if they attack you while you are crashed, they will start damaging health levels directly, so things are about to get uh, deadly for Godwin. Speaking of which, it's his turn. What's he gonna do? (laughs) Crawling inside the pyramid. Alright, go ahead and give me a disengage check. Where is that? I believe it is the... Bottom right. Yep. Okay, seven. What am I trying to be? They are going to roll four dice to contest your movement away. So zero successes from the guild. And all of one success from the other guys, the bandit. Can I add some? Yes, you can add as many as seven. Can I spend three? Yes, you can spend three. Does that come from, can I take it from my peripheral? Yes, you can. All right, so six. So Godwin, heavily under fire, scrambles like a madman for the edge of this conflict and starts running. He He's actually making pretty good time. That boy's long legs will take him places. All right, so next time people want to attack Godwin, they're going to have to move in as opposed to just having him in their regular zone. Mm. It is the top of the round <laughs> top for of round the two. Night. Which means anybody who spent moats last turn get five moats back. Did I spend moats, right? Yes, you just spent three moats. And Delta spent some moats, but you're still capped by those eight you spent on. I'm back to full, though. Cool. So this time, we start with the bandit leader getting an attack, who is going to look at... He's going to continue to look at Delta. Fondly. Look, I appreciate a man who spends as much time as you do apparently working on making those deltoids look as great as you do. You might be a man with medium muscles, eh, but those deltoids, five stars. I'm going to get on Yelp later. Delt Yelp. Uh, I'm going to give you a five star rating. Unfortunately, it might be because I hack them off your fucking arms and take them home with me. Good luck, dipshit. He then comes in hard again. I keep saying that. I keep saying come in hard. <laughs> I, never really, I never really noticed that that's kind of sexual. Quinn, you've joined the club. 
See, but when I do it, I don't mean to. So he takes a an aggressive stance, pulls back for a second, and then lunges rapidly at you three times. How's that? So he's going to roll 11 dice again. Are you going to take any defensive maneuvers? Nah, I'll just parry him. Excellent. So he rolled six successes, which means he met you, which means he hits. Uh. However, you have redonkulously huge soak. It all goes with those deltoids. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's got a damage rating of 10, and your soak is 10, which means he gets to roll one damage die because he has an overwhelming rating of one. Yeah, you stave him off completely. So every single one of those jabs he takes... Your, the haft of your Dire Lance is just coming and blocking it in. And then I think at the end of his last move, you are able to kind of get your haft underneath him and just push him off and back. And he kind of slides along the ground, relatively defeated. Yay! And now it's the Guildsman's turn, who is going to take his little Fire Wand and turn it towards Ajax. Oh, well now, boy. I'll show you how a real man fights at long range. Click. He clicks back the hammer and shoots off some of that hot flame. I've got a mixtape dropping just next week. It's actual fire, boy. (laughs) All right, he's going to be rolling 11 dice. Do you want to defend? Yeah, probably. So I'll add three more points. Excellent. So yeah, Take six moats. Six. Yeah. You boosted your evasion rating to seven, mm-hmm. and he got eight successes. So you leap up high and seem to avoid it, when at the very last second, as you're about to reach the zenith of your arc, a second gout of flame shoots up just above your head, knocking you off guard. And dealing you damage. Uh, your soak is six, mm-hmm. which means he gets five damage dice, but only gets one success. So lucky, lucky you, he only rolled well on his accuracy. Ajax drops to four initiative, and the leader jumps to eight. And now it's the battle group's turns. The shitty bandits are going to break off and charge toward Godwin, uh, which means they get a minus three to their attack pool. All right, Godwin, your parry is five. five, and they're rolling eight dice. No, they're rolling five dice. You probably don't need to boost it, but you can if you want. I'll boost it by one. All right, that'll be two moats. Uh, yeah, congratulations. They got one success. Well, I start with a hoo and a hi and a wahoo, sir. In case anybody didn't know, Godwin's voice is sometimes Bartog from Anastasia. <laughs> Um, no, yeah, he just runs like the wind and zigzags like his mom taught him. Okay, yeah, so the bandits are basically trying to clamber over a lot of these low, destructed walls, and Godwin is just so used to running from bullies. So, uh, Godwin did not excel in many things, but he was not bad at doing the hurdle in cross-country in his first year in middle-level academics. 
using those long ass legs that have not really developed into his body. And he's just jumping over these ruins like nobody's business. Like, yep, like they're nothing. He's just leaping over them with exquisite form. Just like a real champ. Just like a champion, except not because it's Godwin. You just go on this, like, run in, like, a temple kind of area, like a temple run. <laughs> in khakis. Uh, my favorite Bruce Springsteen song is <laughs> Born a Temple Run. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> it better stay. Or I'm giving this podcast four out of five stars. <laughs> Now the group of the guildsmen are going to galvanize themselves, having seen how surprisingly well uh, Delta specifically is defending himself. They're like, oh, I guess we can, you know, move up the offensive rating a couple notches. Let's get serious. So they're going to be rolling eight dice against your defense values. Are you guys going to take any particular steps to defend yourselves? Okay, yeah, I won't do anything. At the end of each round, do we gain both personal and peripheral modes back? You gain back five moats, period. Okay. It will refresh peripheral first and then personal after that. Okay. I'm going to spend two peripheral moats to gain one more. Excellent. I'm going to stay as is. Yeah, no, Godwin's safe. Godwin is running. Pew, pew. These guys can't reach him. Again, the guild gets one success. They just don't have their heart in this fight. Whatever it is that motivates someone to attack you guys, they do not have it. Apparently money is a terrible motivator for these people. (laughs) Which is funny because that's their job. Yeah, that's that's their job. (laughs) Oh, man. Now, boys, you're not doing any good. I'm going to need you to put a little back into it, please. Or I'm going to have to start cutting your pay. So that brings us to Ajax. And I jump up on to the nearest guild member and kind of do like a running leap off of him. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I kind of flip and jump. And while I'm in the air, I poise to shoot at the guild leader. Ooh, I like that. I will give you... I gave you a two-dot stunt last time. You're good at stunts. I'm going to have to give you a one-dot stunt, though, because I can't keep giving you two-dot stunts because you're only really supposed to get one per scene. So that's plus two dice to your accuracy pool. Thirteen. Oh, Lord. Thirteen successes. So roll 18 dice for damage. You are probably going to functionally knock him out of this fight. Twelve successes. Okay. So this is the first time that we are having to deal with what happens when you crash initiative crash an enemy. So you brought him down to negative four initiative, which means you gain an extra five initiative on top of the... You get 12 from that you suck from him, plus five, plus the one for hitting it all, which means you just gained 18 initiative. You want to hand half of that over? Like a bouse. Never say that again. Which means that Ajax is at 23 initiative, meaning he will certainly act at the top of the next round. And it would be a good idea for him to use that to make a decisive attack. Mm -hmm. Therefore, probably killing or seriously maiming this guild leader. Uh, And now it's Flowing Delta's turn. Alright, so I'm like right in front of uh, the bandit leader, right? Yes. I run up the tree, and as far as I can run up, 
and then I jump down, activating Falling Scythe Flash. When used with a wither- withering attack, Falling Scythe Slash doubles the mar- martial artist's strength rating for calculating its raw damage. Excellent. So how many motes does that cost? Five. Five. Okay. Then it's not going to up your level of anima. Go ahead and roll your Dire Lance Accuracy Pool. Six. Yeah. So six. Which means you get two rollovers. So roll 16 damage dice. So your not-so-great hit is comparable to Ajax's incredible roll. The power of giant, like, 12-foot lances, I guess. Uh, so seven uh, yeah. damage, which brings him down to three and brings Delta, Flowing Delta, up to 11 initiative. That was the bandit leader? Yeah. Yeah. So he... Flowing Delta is also well poised to make a decisive attack, especially if you combine it with something like Thunderbolt Attack Prana, which I believe doubles your d- base damage. Yeah, if I use Falling Scythe, uh, also if I combine it with Falling Scythe Flash, um, it'll add my strength divided by two to raw damage also. But now it is Godwin's turn. What is Godwin going to do? Don't tempt me. I would like to uh, make some noises so foul that the bandits and the uh, guild members think that there's like some sort of large, terrifying forest creature coming to attack them that, that distracts them from their current battles. Excellent. So that is going to be a manipulation plus performance check. Okay, that's a nine. And you get to add three dice, and you're at a difficulty of one. Okay. Nine. <laughs> nine. Okay. What kind of creature do you make it sound like there is in the forest? A flurry of large harpies. Oh, a McFlurry of harpies. <laughs> a McFlurry of harpies, yes. Um, that are known for picking up people and flying up large distances and then dropping them to kill them. Everybody move to cover! Harpies! Harpies! Yeah, this group immediately runs scrambling for any semblance of cover. They are, like, jumping into abandoned buildings and just, these are bandits. They're out for a little easy money. They are not ready for death by harpy. Godwin has a continued clear path towards that pyramid. He will arrive there next round. And he is using his track legs. He is still, you know, wrecking it, just jumping over that rubbish. Leaps and bounds. Rubbage? Like a horse. (laughs) What? with the word rubbish you mean rubbish (laughs) or cabbage (laughs) is rubbish not a word it certainly sounds like it should be one there's rubble and there's rubbish and there's cabbage cabbage (laughs) and babbage babbages and shut up a ditch that's one too you guys Can I just say that rubbish is a cheaply dialectal variant of rubbish? Huh. Huh. What what dialects? That means that, like, some people sometimes say that as a variation on rubbish. Exactly. So Godwin has a clear, clear path. It's the start of the next round. Everybody regains five motes. And Ajax gets to go with 23 initiative. So I'm going to make a decisive (laughs) attack 
on the guild leader. And are you going to use any charms? I think you have at least one decisive only charm. Um, one decisive attack charm. It might only yeah, be... Yeah, trance of unhesitating speed. So that'll give you multiple attacks, so it might not be the best thing to do. Um, can I do multiple attacks, but have the attacks on different people? Yes, and you could do multiple attacks on him theoretically with each successive attack, mm -hmm. dropping his defense rating. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if you want to split right, yeah, that I'll, initiative, let me know. Yeah, I'll do that. How many attacks are you going to make? So I'll do four attacks. Okay. Yay, math. So four times five is 20. So you get two attacks that are a five initiative and two attacks that are six initiative because you need to split it okay. as evenly as possible, mm -hmm. I believe. So where are the attacks going to go? Can I make the first attack and then decide after that? Certainly. Okay, so I'll make the first attack on the guild leader. Okay, so roll that decisive pool. I think it's 10 oh, dice. Okay, Okay. Yeah. and he's got an evasion of 5 right now. Oh, and you'll get the uh, stunt dice. Two stunt dice. It's only 3. So that's the first attack. Where's the second attack going? The same place. All right, roll those same dice. Gold darn it. All right. <laughs> Give me another one. Ooh, four. Oh, yeah, four. And that one actually hit because his defense is now three. So roll those six damage dice. All right. That's one. So one arrow gets swiftly shot into his shoulder. And now it's time for the next one. Um, you get one more attack. And again, you can still spend motes to get yourself extra accuracy, which will translate to potentially more tens. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, How many? Is it one for one? Mm -hmm. um, I'll spend five more, I guess. Cool. Which means you spent nine motes this action? Yeah. Cool. All out of peripheral? Yes. All right, so yeah, your cast mark is glowing ferociously. And then... How many does that give me? So you should have 17 dice in your hand right now. Okay, so you really solidly hit that with, like, 10. ten. So... <clears throat> and two 10s. Two 10s, so your base damage is now 8. So roll 8 damage dice. And remember, 10s don't count as 2s on the damage. Five. Okay. After I get the one into his shoulder, he falls to his knees um, in pain. And I come around, and I come closer to him, and I just, just stand there. And I pull out one more arrow. I knock it, and I put it up to his forehead, and it goes clean through. And lands in the ground behind him. And then he falls to the ground. All right. Yep. Oh, He's <laughs> dead as a door nail. So you now drop down to three initiative, because that's what making a decisive attack does. And it is flowing Delta's turn. All the bandits basically ran away. Yes, but the bandit leader is still there. I do what I said I was going to do last turn, where I run up the tree and jump down at him, activating Thunderbolt attack prana and falling scythe flash, doing a decisive attack. Alright, so you had half of your strength rounded up to the damage pool. Yeah, and I also double the damage after it's rolled. Excellent. Okay. So I'll let you take a two-dot stunt for that. So that's one automatic success and two dice to your pool. 
Yeah, roll 11 dice, and you're trying to beat four. Hmm. Well, that's still five. Or four. All right, so 13 damage down. Okay, so that is three. But it's doubled to six. You basically won this fight, so describe to me how you either kill or take him out of the fight. So jumping down from the tree, I... I uh, stab through his neck and slide across the ground, leaving a trail of dust, and his body falls behind me. Uh, guys, I don't think this is worth it. <laughs> we're we're done here. We're we're done. Okay, let's pack up and go home, everybody. We we did a good we did a good thing. Um, please don't hurt us anymore. Yeah, Kermit, you're right. I think we gotta go. We gotta get out of this. Let's cram! Thank you so much for listening to Swallows of the South. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to us, rate us, and review us on iTunes. Every review really helps get the show out there to more new listeners. If you want to find us on the web, you can find us at swallowsofthesouth.com, on Twitter at swallowsofsouth on Tumblr at swallowsofthesouth.tumblr.com and on Google Plus at Swallows of the South. If you have any questions you would like answered or would like to speak to Quinn via email, please send your messages to swallowsofthesouth at gmail.com. Our intro music is new by Elvis Herod. And I hope to see you next Tuesday. <laughs>